It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the alternative underground back alley underbelly on the other side of the tracks, down on the docks, speak easy, dive bar style podcast up and about the Seattle Mariners that you were listening to on the Odyssey app or wherever else you're getting that podcast action from. Listen, I'm not going to judge you where you're getting that shit from. As long as you're liking, subscribing, following, and all of those things, we're down with that. Also, if you're checking us out on YouTube, same drill. If you're liking the gear, hey, you're like, hey, I, I've seen you. I've seen that Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast gear i saw you down at the capital one play ball ballpark i saw those shirts i've asked i want to i want them well you can start by going to instagram and hitting up at simply.cora that's at simply.cora she'll take care of you all right listen the mariners just closed out not really the first half but the half of baseball or the portion of baseball that leads into the all-star break and listen they put together another series win, a big three out of four with the hated Houston Astros. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit, a little bit about that. But on this episode, we're going to keep it Mariners light and we're going to focus on the things that are really important, like my appearance in the Simply or Simply in the Simply Seattle uh, Wiffle Ball Home Run Derby, the MLB Legends and Celebrity softball game and all the fun stuff going on down at the capital one play ball ballpark and of course what we're doing over at tacos tequila on this episode and with me to uh waste some time talking about all this fun stuff is my man hanno up in edge man what's going on hanno hello my friend are you ready to talk about some heavy duty stuff like Jojo Siwa uh, and the celebrity softball game. Of course, you know how excited I was once I found out who she was. She's got some game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But first, Hanno, uh, let's. We gotta. We gotta get some business out of the way. We gotta talk about the Mariners playing the best baseball they've played all year. We'll get into that right now. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ball game. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. I, I know I, I kind of 
not throwing you under the bus, but giving you all this responsibility. Like, hey, let's talk about what's happened this weekend down in Houston since our last episode. But then again, you're down there with me for day one of the uh, MLB All-Star Week down there. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, I would call that maybe day two because day one, you know, they had the high school um, showcase game. They had the first HBCU. um, True. All-Star Game, which was fantastic. I watched it on TV. It was announced by Harold Reynolds, Dave Sims, and Griffey uh, was in the dugout on the mic talking with those players, talking about different stories uh, throughout his career, some pitchers that gave him trouble, telling old Nolan Ryan stories, how he was scared to death of him and how he liked to intimidate him. Uh, It was really good, and the baseball was really fun to watch as well. So I watched that after the Mariners won. Uh, their second game in a row of the series against the Houston Astros. So do you want to start right there? Yeah, we, yeah, let's start right there. I know that we kicked the crap out of them that Friday night. Uh, we were feeling good Saturday going into that game and, uh, you know, things didn't work out and I know that we closed it out here on Sunday, but yeah, let's start right there really quickly, really quickly. And then we're going to get into some fun stuff. I think we're going to, I think. I think let's get into some fun stuff, but yes, let's acknowledge that, hey, the Mariners took care of business on Friday night. We saw A. Eugenio get a couple of home runs. Mike Ford continued to do his thing. The Mariners, I think, had a nine-run uh, inning, if I can remember correctly. Uh, also, Luis Castillo went out there, played seven, uh, put up seven innings of no uh, earned runs. That's a strong way to uh, head yourself into the all-star game. And uh, as well as we saw Isaiah Campbell's uh, Major League debut, everything was great. Everything was peaches and cream on Friday night. Yeah, I mean, for a game that you didn't watch, you got about half of it right. Um, Yes, Mike Ford did have a good game, which was really nice to see three big hits uh, was a catalyst hit that big double in that ninth run inning. Uh, Eugenio Suarez did not hit a home run that game. That was the game before. Uh, All right, but, well. but yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, the Mariners, you know, got off to a really slow start. Hunter Brown struck out about the first six to eight guys in a row to start off the game. And you're like, Oh, here we go. But as you mentioned, the big nine run fourth inning, which was huge. And, you know, a lot of guys came away with a couple hits in the game. As I mentioned, uh, uh, Mike Ford had three hits. Kelton Wong, Colton Wong had a couple hits, which was nice to see. A couple RBIs really came through in that game. And uh, he actually came through in that fourth inning by trying to leg out a triple. So, um, and he got thrown out by a good 10 to 15 feet, but I was okay with that because Luis Castillo had been sitting on the bench for about 30 minutes in that big nine run inning. So I think he was looking out for his pitcher there. So I was glad to see that. Um, and as you mentioned, it was nice to see the young rookie Campbell get in there and, uh, get his first major league strikeout in his first major league game. So yeah, big, uh, 10 to one whooping on the Astros. M's with 13 hits, great game in game one, or game two, excuse me, to uh, have a little uh, back-to-back wins against the Houston Astros. Uh, you know, all, some of the, all these games kind of 
were kind of a blur to me. They all they were all blurred together. The Mariners played great all week. You know, you've been looking for a solid week of, of Mariners playing a solid week of baseball. We got it. Um, going into game two, though, the next day, because let's quickly go through this. I got to admit, me and you are down there, tacos and tequila, um, recording some episodes, uh, talking with uh, listeners and some new listeners. Met a lot of fun people. Uh, we happen to be over in the futures and the uh, um, celebrity uh, legend softball game and uh, finally got kind of a chance to figure out what was going on in the game. And it just all this all crescendoed to this eighth inning where we had the bases loaded and no outs and cannot take care of business. Uh, something that the Mariners have done a little bit too much of that this season. We haven't seen a lot of that here in this last week where they've been playing good baseball, but listen, when you do something like that, the baseball gods are always going to make you pay for it. Our, you know, best stop gap pitcher goes out there and gives up a home run to probably the weakest guy in the Astros lineup. And that's, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, didn't hear much about it. Was planning to come uh, home after hanging out with you guys all day and enjoying the all-star festivities and watching when I got home. But man, I was tired of shit and went right to bed. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I've talked to my, my grandma, Norma, 92 year old grandma, Norma. She says that the Mariners deserve to lose that game. And even though the Mariners won this next game, she said, Myron, I cannot stop thinking about that game. And she goes, and I don't have a lot of people to talk baseball with, so I'm actually thinking about it and talking to myself about it a lot. She's, she's very upset about that game, even though that the Mariners turn it around here in game four uh, and take care of business, what, three to one? And uh, the Mariners take three out of four from Houston. Tell me a little bit about this game. You were watching this game today. Yeah, I'll quickly go over it. I mean, it was just a couple guys that uh, came through for the Mariners early on in the game. Teoscar uh, gets a, a legged out double that scores Julio, followed by later on throughout the game, about midway through, um, Jared Keltnick comes out with men in scoring position and two outs and gets a nice base hit to score two guys, and that was all the offense they needed. As you mentioned, uh, the pitching was fantastic, and I'll just go over it for the whole series real quick because, really, that was the story of the series to me. Um, we talk about all the time how these guys have to be just pitcher perfect the way the M's offense have been, has been for most of the first half of the season, but these guys were even better this time. I mean, Kirby went six and two-thirds innings, only gave up an earned run. Castillo, seven innings, no runs allowed, seven innings pitched. Wu didn't get the didn't get the win, but still went six innings innings, excuse me, with three hits, only one earned run. And then Gilbert today again, another seven innings with three hits and one earned run. And these guys, the Mariners starters, finished off with those four guys with four or sixteen Ks um, in this series. So Man, the pitching was great. Yeah, and it just goes to show you, if the Mariners hit the fucking ball, they are damn near an unbeatable team. <laughs> they, they really are. They really can be. Uh, but that's just something that's not, we have not seen that in the first half, 
And uh, we're starting to see it here in the first week or so in July, which is great. Uh, you know, the Mariners, along with the other teams in baseball, are going to be off unless you're part of the All-Star festivities for four days. Uh, what's going on right now with the Mariners? You kind of would, I, I would assume, just want them to keep playing, <laughs> you know, the way that they're playing right now. And let's just hope that, you know, after all of this happens and they come back on Friday night, you know, they're, they're in here and they got, they got Detroit, you know, a team that they should take care of. But as of right now, the Mariners are four games back in the wild card. And uh, I believe they're four games back from uh, slots three and three and two. And uh, as far as the American league West, I mean, don't look now they've pulled in within six games here at the all-star uh, game, which is, Hey, that's manageable to be honest with you. Uh, it, it's incredible in my eyes. I did not see this coming as far as, you know, we talked about this stretch of games with Tampa, San Francisco, and, and now Houston. And I mean, they went seven and three, uh, the way they had been playing up until that point, I didn't give them a chance to get off to this good of run uh, I've talked about so much. Wait until they play a full week's good work at, worth of baseball. Man, they sure did. And I got to give them all the props in the world. They look like they've turned the corner in some areas. They got to keep it going, like you said, after the break. Um, teams are starting to come back to the pack in their division. They've leapfrogged a couple teams in the wild card. There's been injuries on teams that they are chasing. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be chaos ball in the second half. That's for sure. And I'm looking forward to it. And listen, uh, I I'm excited to, about what the Mariners have done. I'd be really, really, really pumped up if we could have just you know swept Houston, um, obviously. But uh, you know they 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 lose a close game, they win a close game, and then they take care of business on the other ones. I'll take it. Three out of four down in Houston. You'd where where do I sign? You know, I'm, I'm just win series, baby. That's the motto. Yeah, that is the motto. So now that we got all the, the business out of the way and it, and it feels weird, like, hey, let's just get this Mariners business out of the way because it's all star week here in Seattle. I'm up here enjoying the festivities. Uh, but yes, uh, the Mariners are they're in a good place. So we're going to put pause. We're going to hit a little pause on talking about them and. Let's get into all the fun that we've uh, been having uh, the last couple of days right after this. How about we do that, Anna? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, Hannah. Where do where do we where do we start? Where, like you said, Friday. You mentioned early in the intro, just right after the intro, you watched the HBCU um, classic, the Swingman classic. You had a lot of good things to say about it. What else? we also had what the uh, the wiffle ball home run uh, derby down at uh, uh, Occidental Park put on by Simply Seattle. I, I would count that too. Considering well, yeah. I was in it, yes, you were. You were a participant. Um, did you win? I I did not win, and and you know this, and you know that I did not win. Did I hit a home run? Did I? Did I? Or did I? Was I Mike Piazza? Or you know, I'd hate to say this, but uh, since Brett Boone's the MVP of uh, another game here this weekend. I, I have to throw his name in there. No, I did not. Mike Piazza or or Brett Boone in this home run derby. I almost did. Uh, got a couple out. I also I, I think I got screwed on a on a foul ball call. So I'm gonna say technically I got three out. Um, they say two, um, but uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't even have been close for the winner. I heard it, it was a lot. Yeah, I had to check it out because I wanted to see uh, where they finished, you know. And, um, hey, that's all right. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> tough. You didn't bring your own pitcher. Um, no, I did guy, not. You had a guy thrown to you. I saw the video. Um, you know, if it's it's hard to hit home runs that are, you know, just, you know, high strikes i would call them for you you know i mean it's hard to get on top of them <laughs> well, you mentioned you hooked a couple foul um but there was one that went off the the uh, totem pole down there and you thought it was a fair ball what was why did you have such a problem with the call on the field <laughs> well the, the problem with the call on the field and you don't have much time to think about it because it's just it's rapid throws it's rapid pitches um I believe when it crossed over where the home run uh, line would be, or, or they had a fence down there. I mean, they 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 really did an awesome job right there in Occidental Park. They had a fence up. Uh, they had chairs for people there. There was a like a good amount of people. I mean, I'm trying to think about well, the last time I was actually standing up at home plate with that many people watching me. I mean, I, I, it's been a very long time, and you know, it's it's wiffle ball, uh, so it's the tiny, tiny bats or whatever. But um, feel like I, I really got into this one. Uh, I feel like it, when it crossed over the fence, it was a home run, and then eventually went foul um, as it kept going. And definitely, if they would have said that, that would have just counted a home run. It was during a pivotal, pivotal pivotal a pivotal time where maybe possibly i could make a run you know just seeing that one and getting that stroke going but when i when i heard them call it foul it, it was it really just it, it threw really your rhythm off me. huh it really threw it just threw my whole vibe off and and i have to be honest i have not swung or hit a hit a ball in a while 
And when you're just taking multiple swings, whether it's, uh, you know, a big bat or the aluminum bat, it, it was tiring. And no, I, I did not have my own pitcher. I actually pitched to this person. You were to bring your own pitcher and people were showing up there. You could tell they were in the backyard practicing. I was just doing it for the fun. This was really over a couple of tickets and a lot of mer and other merch uh, from Simply Seattle. So, I mean, people were coming down there with with a game plan. There was a mother and father. I mean, there, I think there was a, a, a mother and son combo. I, I maybe I, you know, maybe I shouldn't say mother and son. Maybe they were brother and sister, but they showed up and I think they both hit like nine or ten, nine out. I mean, just they had a game plan down. You also saw people with like, you know, the the, the uh, overbearing dad that brings their son down there. And, you know, there's like a little bit of pressure, you know, like the parents that get on get on their kids when they don't do great or up to their potential in their eyes in like little league and real situations. I was seeing that here too. Um, and, uh, there was other, you know, Mariner types down there, like Mariner Mojo guy was down there. We had, there was a guy from, uh, would you say he's from Como? Is that Como? Yeah. And I'm glad you brought him up. He was in a suit and he beat you. And he had Jordans on though. I did not have Jordans on. No, he, yeah, he had a nice, he had, he had a good stroke going. Uh, I actually saw him down at, um, down at the, uh, the play ballpark. And I saw him and I go, Hey man, are you sore from the other day? And he laughed, uh, you know, um, uh, but I, but I did make sure to talk to him right after I got out of the cages down in Lumen field. And let me say, I, I handled business there. All right. I did handle business down there when it was a real aluminum bat and a, a, a closer to a real baseball. But so that was my redemption round. But no, um, I heard though I was nowhere near. I, I had an eighth, less than an eighth of the home runs that it took to uh, win this thing. What the hell happened there? Yeah, I saw the final results because I had to check them out. Um, couple people hit 24 and then there was wow. a play yeah uh and then there was a instead of being timed there was a they went back old school to a 10 pitch playoff and the winner ended up hitting six so congratulations to them but in all seriousness i give you a lot of credit for going out there doing that having fun letting me you know you videotape it so i can bust your balls um, but <laughs> you did redeem yourself. Like you said, you sent me the video from the actual hardball or fastball cage in Lumen field where it looked like your bat speed improved. You were getting on that back foot, good extension yeah. and driving through the ball. So you look like the old Myron. I remember. Yeah. The old hit dog showed up today. Listen, I, I, if you watch that video, you can see me out front and popping that hip out. And then you seen me lay back and I was, you know, like I was definitely going through my mechanics. Like I haven't swung this much ever. So like, I'm like, I've, you know, I've taken a lot of cuts in the last couple of days and my body definitely feels like it. Um, well, and my arms pretty sore from the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the speed pitch that I got suckered into doing as well. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm icing up, man. Well, I'm glad. I'm like I mentioned last episode. I was a little worried about your oblique, but I'm glad that's okay. Because whenever I swing, yeah. you know, playing baseball or softball or even golfing, that oblique starts barking a little bit the next day. Yeah, so you, you can CrossFit all. 
you can crossfit all you want, you know, wiffle ball, <laughs> wiffle ball swings and random batting cage uh, swings. Uh, they'll get you. Um, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going back down there tomorrow. You're going with me. We'll see if you can put one up in the upper deck there at uh, Lumen Field. These are just some of the stars who appeared in the first 49 Major League All-Star Games. You can be part of baseball's historic 50th All-Star Game. Ballots are free at any major or minor league ballpark or at any retail store featuring a Gillette All-Star display. Balloting ends July 4th. Be sure to get out The preceding announcement was furnished by Major League Baseball. Um, you know, outside of that, like we were down at Tacos and Tequila. We're going to be down there. Shout out to Joe and Alex for hosting us. Uh, we had a good time. We talked to Jim Copacino uh, from Copacino Fujikato. Uh, you know, he's the guy that I call him the Wizard of Oz of all the Mariners uh, classic commercials. We recorded a great episode with him. We'll probably drop that, you know, after the All-Star uh, week, you know, subsides and stuff like that. Maybe the maybe the following week. But that's a really great episode where we're talking about all those old classic Mariners commercials, where they came from, like how, you know, they approach which players and the things. A lot of fun, right, Hannah? Yeah, it's those commercials that everybody remembers and everybody still talks about. You know, where what happened to the commercials that the Mariners used to put out that were so creative and so good and so popular? Um, so it was really nice to talk with him and, and reminisce and him go over about how things came about. And yeah, really, really excited about that one. Yeah. Um, and after we did that, we, you know, hung out, met a lot of people, gave out some koozies, had a good, had a good time, went over to T-Mobile Park, uh, went into the Futures game and, I'm wondering, like, if you watch that Futures game on TV, it maybe with the production value of it and stuff like that, it, it probably was great. There's probably clips of what they've been doing. Um, maybe they're talking about it. But there, as a fan, I have to admit, it felt like being at a spring training game, like, late into the game, and none of your players are in the game. The stadium was quiet. Edgar's Cantina was shut down. Um, Major League Baseball has, you know, really fucked us on uh, their the Triton deck. They did leave center field alone. Um, we'll see if that happens here with the home run derby and uh, the all-star game. I'm guessing probably not. Uh, but it, the game was just it was very very it was making me tired to be honest with you i we got to harry ford was out of the game very quickly we did see a good play by class a but overall come on i mean i feel like what we were talking about more was was that jay buner coaching first base and uh oh wow mike cameron's coaching third there's harold oh look ken griffey jr's here and he's taking pictures with his camera it was more of that stuff and talking with uh, other fans in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, the the, the first inning, Class A was up, and so was Harry Ford. They both struck out, um, so they're 
you know, primed and ready for this Mariner organization. (laughs) 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 But no, in all serious, it was good to see those guys. We'll remember those guys. I was lucky enough to go to the uh, Futures game when I was back in 2001. And I remember a guy hitting two off the Hit It Here Here Cafe and had to look at his name because I didn't know all these guys, just like I didn't know all these guys now. And uh, at that point, it was Adam Dunn, um, had a really great career um, with Cincinnati, big power hitter. So, yeah, we'll look back like in 20 years from now, like you mentioned, and uh, remember that we got to see some of these guys play. Yeah, I remember, man, I felt like I needed a fucking nap uh, when that was going on. I I know uh, Mike and Marissa, who sit by me, they got out of there. CJ got out of there. It was collectively like, like, Man, and then we were sitting around watching this the celebrity legends game softball field put together, and there was I felt like a collective feeling around there of like, fuck, man, we got another few hours of this, you know. And cliffhanger before we 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 get to uh, the good stuff, we were pleasantly fucking surprised. Yeah, it was a second wind. Then it was the second wind I I certainly needed. It was. And we'll be back because, listen, we kept score. We really got into this game. There's lots to talk about. Now we got an episode, my friend. We'll do that right after this. NBC Sports presents the 1979 All-Star Game from Seattle's Kingdom. It's the All-Stars of the National League versus the best of the American League. The 1979 All-Star Game is brought to you by Chrysler Corporation. See the mileage makers at your Dodge or Chrysler Plymouth dealers. By the newest member of Gillette's All-Star Team, Foamy Tropical Coconut Shave Cream. Every shave is like a trip to the tropics. And by the Miller Brewing Company, Brewers of Miller High Life. If you've got the time, we've got the beer. And by Polaroid, makers of the SX-70 Sonar, the world's smartest camera. So listen, the celebrity softball game. As far as the celebrities, I think it did not deliver. You know, no offense to Joe McHale uh, or um, you know any of the social media influencers that they tried to uh, you know shove down our throats. Uh, I know JoJo Siwa was there. I know, yes, I know she's a big thing. I I just don't care. Um, <laughs> and then there's like these recording artists where they'd be like, this is a top 150 recording artist, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't even know what their names were. Let me see what their names were. They, I, it was just, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, there was some other no shows that were supposed to be in there. Like the Miz from the WWE was not there, but. I do have to say where they may have came sh- up short with the celebrities and stuff, which I don't care. The the MLB legends that they had in this thing made up for it tenfold. We ended up getting a really good game. It ended up being uh, 21 to 19 team Felix versus team Finch. 
Felix Hernandez versus uh, Jenny Finch. And man, I mean, right off the bat, we had a, we, we had a in the park home run by Ryan Howard. Remember him from the Phillies? Looks great. Looks exactly how he uh, I remember him. Um, there was just uh, uh, that kind of got things going, kind of got the got the place going. But I do have to say the thing that got this entire celebrity a softball or the softball game popping off was it's got to be Brett Boone's big home run that he had. Yeah, he hit one of the warning track almost out of the stadium. He sure did. I mean, I was I didn't know any of this, uh, the influencers, YouTubers either, but it was really nice that family in front of us, you know, with the two young uh, girls, they were kind of telling me who these people were because, you know, I, I was like, who's that girl out there with the baseball pants on that's backing up third base? You know, they were able to tell me who she was. I mean, I only know who like Chloe Kim was, the the uh snowboard olympic snowboard champ uh, medalist yeah. and uh but as far as those others i had no idea but yeah the uh other athletes um that played in different sports like the basketball players bobby wagner with football um i was impressed with the basketball players i'll tell you that yeah i i was impressed honestly with the former major league players that sometimes you watch in these games uh, as easy as I demonstrated in a wiffle ball game, if, if baseball is a game that you, if you don't do it, you lose it, you know, and, it, and it's hard to, it's hard to, it's a you know, very high, very difficult, high, eye hand coordination game. Uh, but uh, again, you see guys like Brett Boone dropping bombs, playing, Solid defense. He looked great out there on second base. I, I can't tell you how much it just pulled at the nostalgic string uh, strings watching him field ground balls, come up with the big home run, hearing, uh, come my lady, come, come my lady. You could be my super fly, shooka, baby. Uh, um, you know, when he'd come up to the plate, hits the home run, you know, Boom! Here comes the boom. It's 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 boom, but I always go boom. Here comes the boom. Ready or not, and then you know a couple batters later, Mike Cameron goes yard, and not only goes yard, almost completely goes yard to just about dead center with a softball. Holy shit! You know we hear tears the roof off the sucker. You know, like we want the funk. I'm like, are we in fucking 2001 again? Are we going to go to Tiki Bob's after this to celebrate this? That that's how I felt when I seen Boone and Cammy, you know, hit home runs in the same inning. We're hearing the old cuts. Uh, even Felix Hernandez got in on the action. He went yard, you know, and then the, the thing that brought it all down was watching Adam Jones go yard. And it's like, listen, I know Adam Jones is an MLB legend. I know he was drafted by the Mariners and he was, he was basically kind of like Jerry Kelnick or not Jerry. He was basically like a Julio or Jared Kelnick that we brought him and we fucking traded him for Eric Bedard and the Mariners and major league baseball invited him back, I guess to, you know, just remind, just to remind us who we really are, just to bring down Seattle, bring us down a notch. You're hosting the all-star game, but listen, we know who you are. 
Um, they brought in Adam Jones. No, but all seriousness, looked good. Fucking was looks like he he could still be in the major leagues. Same thing with Ryan Howard and uh, you know Cameron Boone. Felix, we got to see Felix get an, a strikeout against somebody. We're, and we're sitting in where the King's Court was at. I mean, I mean this. If, I know a lot of people walked out after the Futures game and didn't stay for this. It's almost as if like the crowd walked out on a game that the Mariners were destined to lose, and then there's this big comeback. You know. The difference is you don't turn on the radio and hear this game and know what you guys missed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, w- I was highly entertained. Um, as I mentioned, I was impressed with the basketball players. I mean, I know they're professional athletes, but you mentioned the eye-hand coordination. I got to bring up two plays in that game that I saw Donovan Mitchell make, and the other one was uh, Zach Levine. Well, that the, mm-hmm. the Donovan Mitchell play was a little can of corn. He was playing short at the time, drop stepped, you know, like a basketball player would and a baseball player turned his back to the infield and made a nice over the shoulder basket catch. I mean, I was really impressed with that. And then later on Levine, you mentioned before Cammy hit that big monster home run, he hit one to deep center and uh, Levine was playing left. And there was another YouTuber out in center and he had no shot of it, and Levine could tell that. He ran over there, took his eye off the ball to make sure he did not collide with this other teammate of his in center and still made the catch against the wall. So I thought those were two great baseball play, great baseball plays by basketball players. And then Levine, you know, he had some serious power, hit a couple home runs. Um, you could tell that he played baseball growing up, but – Man, I, I was I always like watching non or athletes play different sports, and uh, it was cool yeah. to see. Yeah, and let's not forget we, Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner out there, and the and the people in front of us. The guy says that he that Bobby Wagner plays softball, and he's really good at softball, and has I guess played against Bobby Wagner, and uh, it was pretty interesting in this game. Uh, Bobby Wagner, there was a fly ball. I think he was playing uh, right center, or he was playing left center. You remember softball has four outfielders if you're scoring at home. Uh, and I don't know. I forgot the guy's name, Fennell or Fennell. I don't know. It was it was, it was was one of these uh, these guys. Oh, singer, Yandel. He, he ended up going yard. I think it was Yandel. They're out there, and... There's a can of corn pop fly, and he points to Bobby Wagner as if it's his ball. It doesn't make a move. The ball hits the ground, rolls all the way to the fence. It ends up being in the park home run, and Bobby Wagner did not look happy. He looked like like one of the uh, the other linebackers like missed, you know, uh, an easy assignment and left him all alone on an island to get burnt. <laughs> he had that look to him. So I cannot wait to see him across the street at Lumen Field back in a Seahawks uniform. He looked great out there. And yes, am I um, saying seeing Bobby Wagner in a softball game that does not matter uh, mean that he's going to have a great NFL season this year with the Seattle Seahawks? Absolutely. Yeah, 
so happy to have Bobby back at Lumen Field. But yeah, it was cool to watch him play softball. And like you mentioned, the family in front of us, uh, they uh, he had played softball with him and against him. Uh, so yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, really not expecting and the softball game to be as entertaining as it was for me. It was just, it was really fun. I don't like softball, so I mean, it was it, it was a lot of fun. Again, you know, you know, Brett Boone going out there getting two jacks uh you know we, we saw him play some great defense at second base uh we, we we saw him pitch i know he got batted around on but uh you know in these games if if the other team's batting around on you like that that means you're doing what you're supposed to be doing we saw jenny finch do you know her uh classic that she does all the time where she throws smoke down the middle to felix it was a great moment and i think that was really pretty much for the most part the only kind of like comedy bit like where this game has been synonymous with that they just let them play softball there's a couple like goofy plays you know kenny main and mina kimes on the mic during the thing Kenny Maine once in a while can just really get you with that dry humor. Uh, there's there was some sort of play where I think somebody got hit and it didn't matter. They got to just keep hitting. And then there was a non-force out at second base that just happened. And I think Kenny Maine said, just score that however you uh, feel free to score that however you want to score that if you're keeping score. Because it just made no sense. So there was a couple of those of those moves, but then we get to see Brett Boone get the MVP, uh, well deserved, uh, which was which was fun. And you and you think about it, you go, this is just some dumb softball game, but it, it was a lot of fun. It definitely brought brought back, you know, those two thousand one vibes. You know, it just definitely pulled at the heartstrings. It was really enjoyable, and as cool as all that was, I think maybe one of the underrated stories of this thing was uh, there was a fan uh, that won a contest. I think it was just a random contest. I think you just signed up and they just picked somebody won the sweepstakes and got to play on uh, uh, Felix's team. Yeah. I, they, during the Mariner broadcast, they had one of those QR codes to join, to, you know, uh, hopefully get picked to be in that contest. And I scanned it and I obviously didn't get picked, but yeah, it was cool to see that guy. He was a Mets fan, correct? Yes. Yes. And his name by, I think his name is Sean Dwayne. Uh, you know, uh, not, doesn't look like a very athletic guy, but a big guy nonetheless. Uh, just like, seems like one of those big lovable teddy bear guys, you know, when they were doing the announcements, it was crickets for him, you know, and it was like this star and this athlete and then this accountant. I think it was like, you know, he just had and it and sorry, his picture that he had, he looked very accountanty, you know, and um, as the game went along, you know, like when he was out there rumbling and stumbling, really working it really made. I mean, this guy must play has played a little softball, maybe played a little baseball back in the day. Uh, definitely had some RBIs, uh, could have possibly been a, uh, you know, didn't have the home runs, but definitely could have been an MVP of the game. But what was so miraculous was he started with, um, like I said, crickets. And by the end of that game, he was getting the kind of respect from the stadium that we give like a JP in a moment with the JP chance or the Julio's or the Ed Edgar's. 
they everybody was trying to do this Sean Dwayne thing. Definitely down behind the plate when I was there. It was, I mean, people really were into this guy. Yeah, he was getting curtain calls. He was. It was. Yeah, kids were asking him for autographs. I'm not making this up. I was down there um, after the game. Uh, yeah, people were yelling at Booney. People were, you know, all the all the classic people, the the people that you think think they would Felix and then I would say not too far behind people were trying to get you know Sean Dwayne you know kids were getting autographs from him uh I mean this experience had to be great you know he's mic'd up to they're doing like you know they documenting all the footage but what I thought was really cool because I was like okay I'm gonna go over by the media tunnel I'm gonna slip him a card you know uh when his 15 minutes of fame, you know, kind of subsides, maybe he'll, he'll want to talk with us. You know, that was the thought I had. Um, Cause I just thought it was a great story. And then I, you know, was waiting for him to come over here by the media tunnel and he just stayed on the field. Cause I think it was just like one of those things of I've been down there in batting practice before. And you're like, I don't want to leave the field. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? And I, I noticed that he had like, a wife or a girlfriend who was going down, who was trying to go down to the field so they could have that like Rocky and Adrian like moment down on the field, which was, was <laughs> really sweet. And she got down there and they embraced and they took pictures. And it was very like, very like teary eyed moment. I was like really getting into it, you know? And, uh, the, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we do get to talk to him. I did, I did, I did get to say something to him when he was going by the media tunnel, signing every kid's ball that came down there. There, there had to be like six, seven, eight, nine kids and people that just wanted his autograph. I slipped him the car. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hard and told me he had a good game, but it, I mean, man, what an experience. And I know this has happened before where fans get to do these things, but I, I think the crowd and the Mariners fans and Seattle fans in there really were a big part of this. So I, I, if you're there doing that, definitely, you know, 
pat on the butt for you. We haven't even gotten to the games. Just the festivities have been fun. If you have not been down to that Capital One uh, play ballpark, you got to go to that shit. It, it is so much fun. I was down there today versus sitting over at Tacos Tequila and, you know, us not doing all the podcasty stuff. I got to go over there and be a fan and, and, and you're just, you know, I seen Tino Martinez. I saw Sweet Lou, Jay Buhner, Griffey, Harold Reynolds, um, who I ended up talking to Jeff Nelson for a couple of minutes, but that was back over, uh, in our podcast by our podcast area over at tacos. But I mean, like everybody's down there and it's fun. It's like, who else did I see? Jeffrey Hammonds. Um, I saw Babe Bruce bat, which, you know, you said, yeah, you, yeah, this, it looks like a telephone pole. It was amazing. <laughs> and they, yeah. so, I mean, they have the exhibit, they bring things from, you know, uh, from Cooperstown that's there. There's all kinds of fun games, interactive shit, like all, all the things that, that, you could imagine uh, plenty of plenty, plenty of uh, opportunities to, you know, uh, throw out your shoulder or your back or a rib cage or an oblique. You know, there's there's there. And it's if you're going, man, there's a lot of people down there. The line to get in moves really quick. Some of the things that are in there, you might have to wait for a while. You know, if you want to autograph from somebody tops, baseball cards going on there, VR rooms, um, I, I, you know, the, the draft was going on today um, and all that's out in Lumen Field and the, the like where you go and hit and pitch and do all this stuff. You have to go out to Lumen Field and you get to go through the tunnel that the Seahawks come out of. I mean, so it's just great. It's just crazy. And when you're, you know, in those cages hitting the balls, you know, hitting home runs, you're hitting the balls up. They have a net, but you're hitting it up towards the ring of honor. So like I, a friend of ours, when I was sitting behind the cage, I didn't really realize that when I was hitting, I was, you know, I was in the zone, just, just locking and loading, working on that <laughs> weight transfer. But, uh, a friend of ours was hitting and he, he hit a, he hit one up by, uh, Steve Largent at the time, at the end of the day, they said that there was only 11 or 12 balls that actually made it all the way up into the upper deck so that that's the thing to go after if you're going down to those cages down there at lumen field but man like i also have to say how i know they probably brought a lot of the people over from t-mobile park but man what a great job of whoever decides on which people should be there working like all the people there are awesome and very helpful and just really talkative you know there's nobody there that's fuck, I got to be here. It's a nine to five. It's a paycheck. These are like people in there that really, really enjoy baseball. I think maybe some of them are volunteers, but it's, it's really awesome. I mean, it's, I've been to the Super Bowl one and I've been to the major league baseball all-star game one. And I have to say, I have to say this one was better than the Super Bowl one I went to in LA. And that's saying a lot. Remember, I kicked a forty-year-old field goal, a forty-yard field goal in that. I know, I've seen the footage. BS in that, but I, you sent me some photos and some videos. You know, with you were, you know, with your your sisters, your nieces and nephew, your yeah, the big uncle. You, you're around with your mom. I mean, cherish that. Someone whose folks aren't around anymore. That's really cool. I'm happy that you got to do that as a whole family. I'm sure. 
uh, that you had fun hanging yeah. out with your niece and nephews, showing them that you were the star that you told you tell them that you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun, and you know, my good friend Carl Tarts up here too, enjoying it. Cousins are down there. It's it's just a it's a lot of fun. Here's the only thing I don't I have these tickets from the All Star game for purchasing All Star tickets and. But it seems like you don't even need a ticket. You just have to like prove you have a Capital One account or something like that. Because my sister was like, why did I spend $80 on this when I didn't need to? That's the one thing, if anybody knows about that. Also, there's you know people that recognize the show. Because, yes, I did have my nieces and nephews and my family walking around with the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast t-shirts. I did not have one. Uh, which was brought up a bunch of times, but you know, people recognizing the show and, and coming up and saying what's up. And so I want to say hello to all them or the people that we just met and found out about the show. I uh, hope you're listening and you know, you guys also were part of just making this day a really fun day. I like, Hey, we're, we're going to get down there. Hanno. we're going down there. We're going to be down at tacos and tequila here for the home. We're going in the home run derby, but we'll be down there podcasting we have some swag with us over there at tacos and tequila we'll be back for the all-star game as well but we'll definitely look for us over at the the uh capital one play ball ballpark we'll be over there yeah i'm 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 really thankful to have you as a friend and have uh you invite me and do this uh, whole all-star week together so i really appreciate it thanks pal yeah, and uh, hopefully you can run into maybe your favorite player uh, going right now, JoJo Siwa. Uh, I think I think we went a little light on her in this episode. You know, I could not stand who that her, but you, I we do have to bring up that she was hustling. She was the one wearing the baseball pants. You like the way she played? She definitely had that JK hustle out there in left field. Hey, as you say. We not only like five stool, five, as you know, the, God, I just blew it. As you like to say, we not only like five tool players, we like five tool reviews. <laughs> Never <Yes>. mind. <laughs> what you're trying to say it. is we love those five star reviews, but yeah. we also like five tool baseball players. And, and she was five Jojo, tool. Yeah. You think she's a five tool player? Hey, she was hustling. She was backing up. I mean, I, I was impressed. You know me. I'm all yes. about just watching. Yeah. And the one thing I did forget to mention, too, with Sean uh, Dwayne was he ends the game by having the put out on JoJo Siwa. So, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of fun stuff this weekend and it's just getting started. It's just getting started now. The, why everybody's here. The Home Run Derby the uh, all-star game it's going to be fun mariners fans of course we're going to be rooting for julio if you're betting though i say you take randy rosarena yeah i said it i hope i'm wrong i hope julio finishes the story from last year i was down there um baking in the sun i know it's going to be so much more enjoyable at t-mobile park even though Fucking Edgar's is close. Edgar's Cantina's is close, so I don't know. We're going to have to go meander around somewhere else. Uh, I thought that would be the spot for, to get the uh, home run balls. But uh, if you see us, say what's up. Also, just we got to wrap this up. We got to get to bed because we're going to be down there bright and early. I got to edit this shit. Uh, so thanks for liking, subscribing, following. Uh, 
and all that shit. You know what's up. You'll, we got some episodes. We got lots of content coming out. And um, with that being said, Hanno, you know what time it is. Charge up.